1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 1156, Frequently Complained Questions, Part 1, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. And I am Dan, I am your host and personal narrator here on Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance every day, including weekends and holidays. And if you didn't know, we actually have five shows covering all different topics. You can search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find all five of our podcasts. But for now, let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Frequently Complained Questions, Part 1, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com If you haven't heard the news, it's been a pretty exciting weekend for mustachianism. I had the rare treat of doing a little interview with the Washington Post, and it somehow got promoted to the front page of the paper's online edition, where it remained for the entire weekend. Even Ralph Nader retweeted it. This blog's already ridiculous traffic doubled overnight, and so all of us old-timers would like to welcome the 50% of you who are brand new. Part of the fun of a new bit of exposure like this is the controversy. Every time the surreal and happy world of this blog has a brush with the mainstream media, it triggers an explosive round of complaints, as well as a meaningful stream of questions. The complaints won't get us anywhere because that's pretty much the definition of a complaint, a whining statement of something you don't like without an accompanying proposal to fix it. But just to indulge ourselves, let's review a few of them I came across. Quote, Wow, really? Ick, yuck. You sound like one seriously effed up socialist. You keep that. Me, I'm going American all the way. Because you don't really want to live on less, you just want to push your political agenda, and I, for one, am not buying it. No pun intended. Can you not express yourself without profanity? Shocking to hear, I know, but did you know that most of the country does not live in a place that is always 60 to 80 degrees year-round? Much of the country has 100-degree summers and zero-degree winters, not conducive to biking or walking. That's probably why people started buying cars once they were invented. End quote. Mr. Money Mustache Note Colorado has some of the most rapidly changing weather in the US, and many of us here find it fun to bike both below zero and above 100 degrees. Walking is even easier. Quote, what a privileged, sanctimonious twit! He should peddle his philosophy in Southeast DC, see how successful it is. End quote. I'm not sure if privileged is the right word for encouraging high-income people to spend less money on themselves, but at least you made me have to go look up sanctimonious, so you get one point for that. Quote, Mustache's retirement is a euphemism for unemployment with a low standard of living. Many people running around the wilds of Africa and welfare queens in America have done him one better, End quote. I still get treats like that every day, and I collect them in a little secret website to share with other bloggers. While it would be fun to do battle with people like that, it would use up the precious free time I'd rather spend writing to you, who probably have real questions about building a stash of your own. So let's begin. Here are a few of the most frequently asked questions about the early retirement lifestyle. While they are often phrased as complaints or accusations, I've converted them into polite questions here to avoid accidental damage to your computer screen. But what about health insurance? We've got it. At $237 a month for the family, it's not as expensive as most people assume. I think this country could run more efficiently if workers were not held back from switching jobs, starting new companies, or retiring by fear of losing health insurance coverage. While the situation is still not ideal, I like to promote the idea that it is not scary to purchase your own insurance these days. Many of my entrepreneur friends are in the same boat, and they have been for many years. But that has a $10,000 deductible. What do you do if someone gets really sick? When you have early retirement-level savings, say a million dollars, taking a $10,000 hit is only 1% of your wealth. You could do it year after year for over 30 years and you'd still have $700,000 sitting around. In my mind, that's preferable to having a job, spending most of what you earn, and having lower deductible health insurance. Meanwhile, as a saver, you have plenty of time to decide if you wanna go out and earn more money or scale down your lifestyle by moving to a less expensive house or, unlikely, move to another country where healthcare is much cheaper. Savings gives you peace of mind and options, and this blog is really about spending less and investing more so you can have those life benefits. What about a college education for your kid or kids? You could never pay for that on $25,000 per year. This comes down to the savings issue again. People often read these interviews and fixate on the fact that we only spend $25,000 a year, but we actually earn more than that. And even if we didn't, as an early retiree, you have a heap of invested money that you can cash out and use for anything you like. As long as you have sufficient safety margin in your retirement stashing, that is more than enough to cover any educational expenses while barely making a dent in the war chest. On top of that, I'm willing to bet that my son won't need too much of my help by that time anyway. Are you making this all up? These numbers don't work out. Nobody could do this. Every single thing I've written in the 336 posts of this blog is true to the best of my ability to write it. I don't have any incentive to make stuff up. Writing lies would ruin the fun of this blog for me. In fact, I believe the best way to make good things happen is by harnessing the sometimes mysterious power of honesty. You're a prosperity anomaly. You made money in the stock market and the housing market. That's all luck. Not true in my case, unfortunately. By owning mostly index funds, we've matched the market's appreciation and dividend yield for all our stock holdings, which we built up since 2001. This hasn't been a great time for stock appreciation. I did make some money on my first house, but that was mostly due to renovating it using my own weekends. Then I lost a bunch by starting a house building company right before the housing crash. Dope. The real quote unquote secret to how my wife and I saved our first $800,000 over nine years of work was simply saving just over 65% of our income. Do the math and you'll see that saving at that rate adds up to financial independence in nine years. As one wise person on Hacker News wrote in defense of this strategy, quote, his good fortune shaved years off of his retirement, maybe even two of them, end quote. The bottom line is if you can live on 50% of your take-home pay and invest the difference, you will be wealthy enough to retire in 17 years. Saving more gets you there even faster. No magic or unusual luck required. But I don't want to be frugal. I want to live and travel and... and... First of all, we're not all that frugal. We lead a pretty spendy life these days. We live in a luxury house in a good neighborhood and travel at least three months of the year. I'm ashamed to admit that I probably own almost as much fancy stuff as you do. And if we wanted to spend even more, we would. But by focusing on happiness instead of shopping and working to make the spending we do more efficient, the annual total just ends up being lower. A big part of this comes from driving less, since cars cost more than you think they do. But more importantly, the sooner you let go of the belief that these things you want really bring you more happiness, the happier and richer you will be. Look into the philosophy of stoicism. It is freaky powerful stuff. To be continued. you just listened to part one of the post titled Frequently Complained Questions by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com.
0: If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable.
1: And I will finish the rest of that post for you tomorrow, but that does it for today. And I hope you have a happy rest of your day and that you're having a great weekend. And I'll see you back here in the Sunday Show tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.